Hello and welcome back to another Birth Serenity podcast episode. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about chiropractic care during pregnancy. You'll often see in antenatal support groups that they tell pregnant mothers to go and see a chiro, but I think a lot of pregnant mothers still wonder why. And you'll be surprised to know that this is not only important once you feel pain. Often mothers believe that pain is just a natural part of being pregnant and that's just, you know, one of the things that we have to suck up because we are pregnant now. But today you will learn that pain during pregnancy really is not normal. The good news is that you can have that sorted out and start enjoying your pregnancy pain-free. My name is Carla Nivert and I am extremely passionate about pregnancy, birth and babies and helping you to find your way through and embrace both the messy and magical things on this extraordinary journey of bringing your precious baby into this world. I'm a small-town mama who has taken a leap and become a certified birth educator and have a very deep desire to help as many mothers as I can around the world. I want you to feel ready, confident and excited to go into labor so you can have your best chance at a smooth, calm and a beautiful natural birth. So please get comfy and ready to learn all you need to know to feel prepared and informed about your pregnancy, birth and easing into breastfeeding with confidence. We won't shy away from the real talk. This is the Birth Serenity Podcast. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time. It's been back and forth for so long now, trying to find a time that fits both our schedules. Um, and when I've asked Ashley Pickett there um, in Canada, if she knows about a Cairo who you know can give us some great information, especially about pregnancy, she sent me a few names, but she said, try Diane first. <laughs> um, so they really um, value you and like the way that you treat your patients. So I think before we start um, with the content, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. Certainly. So I have been in chiropractic for 27 years in my hometown of Oakville, Ontario. And I um, have a pediatric specialty, which means I've done three extra years of pre- and postnatal care um, studies. Um, per, on a personal end, I have uh, a wonderful family, four children, all home birthed, and have myself been a patient for uh, close to probably almost 40 years in terms of a chiropractic patient. So uh, I've had a lot of experience in, in chiropractic and in dealing with uh, little ones as well. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Um, okay. So my first question to you is which pain relief can chiropractors help pregnant mothers with? So when you feel pain where during pregnancy, um, can a chiro then help you alleviate and just common issues that are warning signs that I now need to go and see a Cairo. So before I go into answering that specific question regarding common pain issues, I want to just ex explain a little bit about what chiropractic is because it's very easy to understand but very misunderstood. Uh, so what chiropractors are involved with is something called the central nervous system which is made up of your brain and your spinal cord and these little nerve roots that exit the spinal cord. And this structure coordinates and controls the function of every single cell inside of the body. And 
you roughly have about 72 trillion cells, so it's a pretty incredible system. So it runs everything in the body, but it's also our interface between what we, what we experience and what we're perceiving. So all of our senses are connected to the central nervous system, and how we experience our life is very much a neurological event. So the central nervous system then is, is critical to the body being able to function and to thrive. And it is housed and protected by the skull, the spine, and the pelvis. And these structures are subject to respond and react to various different stressors. And when that happens, they can shift in a way that distorts the functioning of that central nervous system. So on some occasions, roughly 10% of the time, that's a painful experience. We're going to get into that in a second. 90% uh, of the time, it impacts the function of something. So you might not necessarily have pain, but there are functional uh, aspects to your body that are now struggling to, to be the best or to be functioning at an optimal level. So when women come into the practice, uh, and experience um, different kinds of things. Sometimes women come in expressing things like, oh, I'm, I'm, my energy's just low, or um, it could be perhaps a bowel issue, constipation issues, or recurrent bladder infections, those sorts of things. Or women could be coming in with some pain patterns. So some of the common things that women will come to uh, experience in pregnancy, and we're talking about roughly 50 to 70% of women will experience some kind of discomfort or pain during pregnancy. Uh, and I just want to let the moms know out there, pain is common, but it isn't normal. Pregnancy should not be a, a painful uh, process. Now, in the last few weeks of pregnancy, there's certainly some discomfort as it's just uncomfortable to get up and to move and to sleep, but pain shouldn't really be there. Uh, and I think um, there's a real normalization of pain for women to be expecting in, in pregnancy. Uh, so some of the common things that women will express in terms of uh, discomforts would be things like pubic bone pain, um, which can mean it's difficult to sit cross-legged or to get in and out of cars or to be able to walk. Um, that can also manifest like a groin type of pain or a lower abdominal pain, hip pain, a glute pain, sciatic pain isn't um, where pain is traveling down into the back of the leg or into the buttock, um, and lower back pain. All of those things are um, pretty common expressions of discomfort in pregnancy. Sometimes it also translates into the upper back. I don't know where I've read this, but I have this thing in my head that um, chiropractic care can help with nausea during pregnancy. Is that true? There can be cases where you can assist someone with their symptoms of nausea, specifically if it's related to some distortions in the way that the spine or the skull is positioned and those nerve pathways that are traveling to um, the stomach or those related structures. Um, so it can certainly calm down a stomach that is not functioning optimally um, and 
you know, but I would not say that it's a cure for morning sickness. It has to, yeah. it can help in specific cases where those pathways are impacted by one of those shifts that we discussed before. Okay. Um, I think a lot of mothers now listening to this realize, okay, maybe I need to go and see a chiro. So what do I look for in a chiropractor to take great care of me during pregnancy? So, um, if you're able to, and this isn't something that everyone can, can have access to, but I would suggest looking up um, offices that are close to you and researching a little bit about the chiropractor. Um, the best people to take care of a mom or a baby would be someone who's done some specialized training. Um, so look for someone who has, um, you know, the best case scenario would be someone who has something called an ICPA diplomat certification or an ICA pediatric certification. That's somebody who studied for an extra three years really to, um, to enhance their skill base and knowledge. Um, if that's not available to you, then um, certainly look for somebody who you can tell has done a lot of courses in uh, pre and postnatal care. Uh, and you'll probably be able to see on the website that they'll have some reference to, to pre and postnatal care. So take a peek at that. And then I would recommend having a phone conversation with the doctor so that you're able to ask some questions, get a feel for the individual. Uh, you can dive into a little bit more into the depth of their, their skill and knowledge base and you know go with, go with the chiropractor that makes you feel the most comfortable and at ease. Okay. Um, why is it so important for, in my opinion, every pregnant mother to, see, to seek chiropractic care during pregnancy? Yes. Uh, so if we go back to the, the um, understanding of what chiropractic is and how it allows the nervous system to flow and to function optimally, that's sort of a given. I mean, everybody should have access to the power and the, the strength that they have within them. Uh, we don't want that to be distorted or to dim be diminished in any way because that diminishes the overall health of the body. Um, but specifically in, in pregnancy, um, putting that aside, we want to think of two main aspects. We want to make sure that biomechanically the mom is able to carry the pregnancy with as much ease as possible. So you can imagine through pregnancy as the baby grows, there's a lot of, of extra forces and pulls on the body that um, weren't there before. Uh, the upper back really takes quite a big role in letting mom stay balanced and sort of counterweight to the, ba the, to the belly. The head ends up taking quite a bit of pressure because the upper back is going back, the head tends to go forward, and that can put some strain on the joints of the back of the neck. Um, and we also want to make sure that, that the pelvis and the lower back are positioned as optimally as possible to allow the, the uterus and the baby to sit in a nice optimal positioning. Uh, we know that a pelvis that has distortion will lead to not only more discomfort and pain in pregnancy, longer births, uh, longer labors, and also malposition of baby. So I'll show you sort of what I'm talking about biomechanically. 
So hopefully, can you see the can you see the spine here, and the pelvis? So this is the pelvis, and I'll bring my little friend here to join us here. And so baby is going to be coming through and sitting in here and descending through these structures. Now the pelvis normally moves quite a bit. As we walk, it moves. As we sit, it moves. And we want to make sure that in neutral, it stays open. But if the pelvis locks in a position like this, or if the sacrum part of the pelvis shifts in a way that instead of sitting this way, shifts this way, that really impacts the way that the uterus and the baby can sit here and can put quite a challenge to the mom during labor. So from a biomechanical standpoint, we want things open and loose and uh, functioning really well for that. The other aspect is neurological. So there are a lot of things at play uh, in pregnancy and in birth. Um, but specific to birth, we want to make sure that the pathways that are connected to the uterus are open and on full volume. Same with the cervix. We want to make sure that the nervous system is able to really have efficient use of those contractions and allow that cervix to do its job by opening and thinning. We want the pelvic floor muscles to be engaged and really connected to, to the central nervous system as well. So all of these things are so critically important for um, a really wonderful birth experience. When I um, started out working in the birth industry a few years ago, a midwife asked me to put together like a very comprehensive document that only explains to mothers why they have to see a Cairo before they go into labor. Because she said there are so many mothers who, you know, they are in labor for so long, but the baby just won't come down the birth path. And so that is definitely something that Kairos can sort out before labor starts? Yes. Ideally before labor starts and also I would encourage women to think about this not just in the last month of pregnancy. I have a lot of women that will you know really tolerate pain and discomfort uh, and then they'll come and seek care in about the eighth or sometimes at the beginning of the ninth month and um, while certainly we can we can help sometimes we're looking at issues that have been a part of mom's um, physiology for sometimes decades. And it's very difficult to, in such a short window of time, really optimize um, that function uh, before the baby comes. So, um, you know, really consider doing that, you know, as a part of your first trimester self-care, just to make sure everything's looking great. If things aren't, if things are looking fantastic, fabulous. If there's a lot of work to be done, you've got some time to be able to do that. Okay, so you would recommend to see, start seeing a Cairo in your first trimester, um, and how often then should you get adjusted? That's such an individual question. Um, so, and just to backtrack, if, if you're having difficulty in conceiving, or you really want to optimize your, your body, um, perhaps you're planning a pregnancy in six months, then by all means begin care even sooner. Um, but if it hasn't been on your radar or screen and, and you're pregnant already, and let's say you're in the first trimester, your chiropractor will do a really comprehensive evaluation with you. 
And what that will look like is um, a, a chat about your history, so a, a detailed consultation, and then an examination. And there can be all kinds of, of things in this examination that will take place. There could be some computerized technology used, um, but you can expect to have your chiropractor really have a really good feel of what's happening from your entire spine, not just your pelvis, because your spine's a linked chain. We have to check everything from the top to the bottom. And at that time, uh, you'll probably be asked to sit down and have a, a report done. So the chiropractor will take all of those findings, sit down and have a conversation with you about what is the best recommendations for care. Uh, and that, depending on what's happening with the individual, could be anything from an intensity of um, four, three to four times a week for a period of time to someone who's in really great shape. It could even be weekly at the beginning of care. And the progress or the change in the frequency of care really depends on the individual and how easily their body adapts and processes the work that's done with the chiropractor. Okay. When should I not see a chiro? Are there, is it under any circumstances maybe dangerous for mom or baby? So all chiropractors are, are primary care providers, which means that we can assess a situation and an emergency situation and give guidance to mom as to where to go. Um, so you just, just some, some things to think about if you've got excessive bleeding. No, that's an emergency situation. You should either go to emergency or, or be in touch with your, um, your birth support team. Um, if you have severe pain or, or cramping, uh, I think most chiropractors would direct you as well to the birth support team into, or into emergency. Um, you know, the obvious things like a, a little appendage, uh, you, know, you can feel a little hand or a little foot, right? Those are, those are situations where you need to be in, in your birth support system there. Um, but otherwise, uh, there's really no contraindications to care. Um, even individuals, mums who might be very severely osteoporotic, there's methods and techniques to help those individuals as well. Um, so there's really no uh, contraindications or, or red flags that would keep an individual from seeking care. Okay. Are there any side effects um, or is it maybe painful? Do some moms experience it as painful to get adjusted? For, for, there are some scenarios where if you have a lot of pain, so let's take the neck for example, um, something happened and there's a lot of pain in your neck. Perhaps you're having difficulty moving. So just by touch, if I start to go in and touch an individual and I find the, the spots that need some love and attention, just by the touch that can be uncomfortable or sometimes even painful. So for some individuals when they're in that really acute phase, um, just touching can be quite painful or uncomfortable, but the actual adjusting isn't a painful process for most people. Uh, I find most people are very surprised at how comfortable and how easy an adjustment really is. So, you know, if you're coming in with severe pain, uh, you can expect there to be some tenderness as someone is working through that. Um, but it, normally it isn't a painful process. Um, mm -hmm. And side effects 
are rarely described. I mean, we, we talk about um, the positive side effects of chiropractic in that very often individuals will come in and get care for let's say an elbow or a shoulder issue and they'll report back and say you know I'm sleeping better or my thinking's clearer or I have more energy so we call those the, the positive side effects um, and the negative mm -hmm. side effects I, I would say are quite limited to just tenderness sometimes it's uncomfortable when you're shifting your your skeletal structure it's really a foundational system and when we're starting to introduce new patterns to that, it can feel uncomfortable or different, um, but it's rarely painful. It could be that you've been actually using your your body the wrong way for so long that you has gotten used to that. And yes, now just adjusting it can feel uncomfortable, but yes, yeah, in the long run, it's better for you. Yes, and sometimes what happens is when we have a blockage. Um, and I haven't described this yet, but in chiropractic we call those shift subluxations. So that's the word we use. So you can have a subluxation that if you, if you picture that's actually slowing down the nervous system's communication because it's distorted the pathways. And then when you release that, you get the sudden whoosh of information that's been dammed previously. And that information can transmit as, as, um, as sometimes pain. Right? You've had things that have been blocked. So sometimes there's some release of that. Um, but if that happens, it's usually very short-lived. What can I expect in a care program? You should have a very clear understanding of what chiropractic is to begin with, what the issues are that's happening specifically for you, and a clear outline of what... Um, you can expect from the chiropractor and what the chiropractor might expect from you. So you will probably be given a frequency of care, so an individual might have to come in once a week for a period of time or four times a week for a period of time. You can expect reassessments to take place after a, a certain amount of time. Um, so every chiropractor in every case is a little bit different but you should expect reassessments to be able to monitor your progress and improvement. And you'll probably be given some home care instructions of things. Um, anything from <clears throat> modifications in your ergonomics to home care and stretches to specific movements to do. Um, there could be a nutritional component to it as well as some things to help mom just prepare for birth in terms of stress and breathing and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, do I need to continue after the birth? Uh, again, it depends on what a mom's wishes are or an individual's wishes are. If you like the way that your body was functioning during pregnancy and you understand chiropractic, then that recovery process post-birth is a pretty big one. So all of a sudden, you've gone from on average 30 pounds to back down to uh, a much lesser weight and your pelvis has gone from being expanded to con contracting a little bit and it's going to contract over time. Your hormones are changing, the relaxin levels are changing and at that time you are going to have this infant to care for and so there will be the holding, the carrying, the feeding, the lifting. You're going to be doing a lot of bending 
uh, and typically a lot of this kind of positioning. And you can probably see where some tension points are going to happen. So usually once the baby's born, the tension and the stress sort of shifts from the lower back and pelvis to be more upper the upper body and into the neck. And most women find it incredibly helpful to continue care to help restore some balance to those areas uh, and just for overall wellness. Mm, definitely. Um, so with every episode that I do, I try and give some practical things for the mom to take away. Um, can you maybe share any home care tips with our mothers listening? So your top three pregnancy tips. If, if I had to whittle it down to three things, I would say number one home care tips would be start using an exercise ball. Um, so for, for sitting purposes, the chair is actually something that puts quite a bit of force into the pelvis and into the lower back. So if you can begin using an exercise ball, that really eliminates a lot of extra pressure and force that can take place in a mom. So if you're, especially if you're a working mom, you might be sitting for anywhere to eight to 10 hours a day. Um, or if you find that you're a mom that sits quite a bit at home, start incorporating an exercise ball. It helps to stabilize your core a little bit. It gets the pelvis open a little bit, but it also really eases the forces of sitting onto the pelvis. So that would be number one. Um, I don't know if you found yourself to have some experience with a, an exercise ball, Carla, but it can be so wonderful to incorporate right at the beginning. Definitely. It's a very comfortable uh, thing. <laughs> yes, and, and I will find that a lot of moms really enjoy using it um, post-birth as a way to, to settle baby. Babies tend to really love that kind of bounce, and it can be, a, again, a comfortable position for mom to be in on the ball. Um, the second thing I would say is I encourage all moms to to really put on some good arch supportive shoes and footwear when at home. Uh, typically now the experience for most of us are that we're, that we're walking on very hard surfaces whether it be ceramic or hardwood or um, marble or concrete. The surfaces that we're stepping on are very, are very hard and every step that we take transmits forces up through the ankles the feet, the knees, the hips, and the pelvis. So if, if we can mitigate that a little bit and bring some ease to the step, that helps. And what I usually encourage individuals to do is to put on something like a crock or a Birkenstock or even a flip-flop that has an arch in there, something to really give the foot that support during pregnancy. Um, most people find it helpful to continue that until well after the relax and sort of left the system sort of six months postpartum. Um, that can really help to, to balance things out. Um, any, if anybody's ever had experience with plantar fasciitis, it's quite common after, sort of in the later months of pregnancy and after pregnancy. So again, that arch support in there really helps the, um, the foot to, to be that really great springboard mechanism that we need. Uh, and the final tip, or the third tip, I would say is um, do, do, do. Enc I encourage women to um, 
connected with an amazing doula. You know, to I really find birth is is there's a there's definitely a physical aspect to it, but there's so much in the mental realm that that can really be held on, on the mental and the emotional realm that can be helped with a doula. So, um, you know, if you can't if you haven't yet, do reach out and try to connect with a doula in your area to give you that support. It's a game changer for most women. It definitely is. We we need the support and we need the right information. And yes, so many mothers go into labor um, really unprepared and not knowing the facts and then end up having, you know, outcomes that they feel traumatized with. Yes. And an, and an advocate, right? A, a, a doula that knows you, knows what questions to ask mom at certain times in labor and birth um, to perhaps... Uh, awaken her to some resources or some answers that she's not thinking herself of in that moment. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we finish? I think the the um, the biggest thing I would just like to leave all the moms with is that birth is such an incredible an incredible journey, and it's really something that. Um, can be savored and, and can be enjoyed. From the moment, you know, the stick turns pink to the moment that that baby is in your arms. And there are so many resources and so much support, an incredible amount compared to even when I had my first uh, 27 years ago, um, that can help make this process that much more magical, that much easier for you. Uh, don't hesitate to reach out uh, and to uh, get information and to get some some support. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm personally I'm a bit of a type A, uh, I can do it all myself kind of personality, and um, I, I I I find that uh, a lot of women are like that and really hold off until the last minute to to get some help. Um, and to get some support and I, I like to just tell moms like it's okay to have a few extra angel wings just kind of lift you and support you a little bit it makes life that much easier and the process that much easier and so um, don't hesitate to reach out there's so many incredible people out there ready and willing to share their their knowledge and their skills and uh, and help you along that journey and not only for you, but also for your partner, because sometimes they really, they feel they have no clue as to how, how to support you. And yes, it's really helpful for partners as well. Yes, absolutely. We didn't even so. talk about the partners, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> very true. They're a big part of that support team. Thank you so much, Diane, for taking the time. Um, I'm so glad we finally did this. So um, where can our listeners find you? if they want to reach out to you. I am very open to any questions and inquiries. You can find me on Facebook under Meyer Chiropractic Health. You can find me on uh, at Dr. Diane Meyer. You'll find my website. And you can email me personally at uh, docdoc at drdianemeyer.com. So doc at drdianemeyer.com. 
and uh, you're welcome to reach out and I will help you and guide you any way that I can. Okay, wonderful. I'll link your platforms um, below this podcast and this video also. Okay, so thank you so much, Diane, and I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you, Carla. Blessings to you. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you so much to you too. Bye. So if you are now watching this and you realize that you maybe still don't have the support that we just talked about, then please be sure to check out our antenatal class. We are three birth professionals helping and supporting you throughout your pregnancy. We want to see you go into labor with confidence and have peace about the outcome of your birth, whichever way it turns out. Are you pregnant, hoping for a smooth, calm, beautiful, natural birth? Let us help you with that. In the Birth Serenity Antenatal Program, we focus on natural birth and would be honored to help and support you to prepare yourself in the best possible way, both mentally and physically, for your birth. Our aim is to help you find peace and accept your birth, whichever way it turns out. For more information, go to birthserenity.com.